This is 5-Minute Friday, episode number 204, Set Your Goals Higher. Welcome back to the Super Data Science Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Very excited to have you on the show today. And today's title of the episode is actually quite literal. Set your goals higher. And the thing is that Paolo and I are right now in uh, Yosemite National Park, which is a beautiful, wonderful place. We're super excited to be here. We're grateful to be exploring uh, this wonderful landscape and all these mountains and hikes. Uh, If you haven't been yet, then this is a park in uh, California, which is kind of like between San Francisco and LA and more to the east side of the state. Highly, highly recommend checking it out. It's it's just a majestic place, uh, you know, cooking dinners, lunches on the fire, going for hikes in the early morning, and lots of places to see here. And so, how did um, this title or this episode come to mind? So, the thing is that we went for a hike two days ago. So, um, the day before yesterday, we, we actually just arrived three days ago in the afternoon or the evening. And then we decided, okay, tomorrow we're going to go for a hike. And we're not really hikers, we don't, we've done maybe a couple of mountains each, but not like professional hikers or anything. And so we decided, okay, we're going to go and find the most toughest challenge there is here and go and hike that. And so we went to the reception, we asked them around, uh, what's the hardest thing, is it, and there's this one mountain called the Half Dome. It's a, uh, like we'll post some pictures in the show notes, you'll find them at superdayscience.com slash 204 if you interested to see some photos from Yosemite uh, and some of these beautiful mountains and the hikes we did. And there's this one mountain called the Half Dome. So it's called the Half Dome because it looks like there was a dome and then half of it was chopped off if you take like a vertical cross section. And um, we thought that was the hardest hike. But then when we asked at reception, they said that there's a hike even harder, which is called the Clouds Rest, where clouds uh, take take their time to rest, I guess. That's how high it is and how far it is. And it's actually so far that it's not even on the map. And so we decided to, not on the local map of this village, so it's on a bigger map. So we decided to go there all the way and um, conquer this cloud's rest place. And so, uh, charged with this confidence, we decided to wake up the next morning. Well, two days ago, we woke up we were around 5.45. We were supposed to leave at 6. We left around 7. Nevertheless, we're marching away up these mountains, very naive new newborn hikers and we're getting you know first uh first stop was called the vernal falls and that took us you know a couple of hours to get there and then we went to nevada falls that's another waterfalls that's e- like even higher so we're going from the uh, floor of the yosemite valley we're going um higher and higher and higher so the floor of the yosemite valley is about four thousand feet above sea level um which is about 1200 meters above sea level so we're going higher and higher and higher and then eventually we get to we meet some people who are also doing some hikes we discuss some of them are like we're going to um go to they're also going to clouds rest but they're gonna sleep over halfway and then they're gonna go further we don't have any tents with us any permits to sleep over, so that's not an option for us we meet some other people who are going to half dome so like we learn a few things along the way and what's happening and stuff like that and uh, then like we realize we're getting super tired and the other thing is that um, we're actually already about uh, about five hours in or four hours in when we we plan to do the whole hike in about six hours there and back 
we're about four hours in and we're not we're only about halfway and halfway there we're not even returning back um and uh, th at that point uh, we start thinking to ourselves whether like it's actually re realistic to get to clouds dress today or not and we decided like we calculated the distance and how fast we had been walking and how far we're going to go and we just we decided that it's actually not possible we're only going to get there you know by 5 p.m and then to come back it'll be already sunset and we won't be able to get back on time because uh the way back even though it's downhill it's still quite a long way and you need to be home before sunset otherwise it's actually there's bears we when we went for this walk we saw bears we saw a mother bear it's a black bear with two cubs um, and those are not like grizzly bears that can actually kill you, but they can, they can kill you, they're, they're, but they're not as aggressive. They're not going to charge at you, especially if you don't dangle any food in front of it. Um, so we saw bears, so lots of squirrels, lots of deer and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so basically bottom line is it's dangerous to be out there at night, especially if you don't know how to survive in the wilderness. And the other thing we found is that we didn't take enough water, <laughs> even though the recommendation was to take one uh, liter of water per hour of hiking. Um, we actually took in total less than three liters of water for the two of us. And we thought it was going to be a six hour hike. So we already took less water. But in reality, what happened is like when we got to that, um, like there was a crossroad where we could have gone right and gone for the clouds rest mountain or could have gone left and gone for the half dome, which was, we originally thought was the hardest, but according to reception, it wasn't like the super hardest, really tough, but it wasn't the super hardest. Anyway, so we at that point decided we're not going to get to Clouds Rest today. We decided to turn left to go to Half Dome. And even from there, even at that point, it was like about four hours in or so. Even from there, it took us another three hours to get to the top of Half Dome. And uh, for those who have been to Yosemite, I'm going to make a small caveat here. We didn't get to the very top of Half Dome because the cables are down. We got to the top of the Sub Dome, which is, you know, maybe like 200 meters below the high top, top of the Half Dome. And we didn't have our harness, any harnesses with us, so we couldn't like climb it. So basically, we got almost to the very top of the half dome, but it took us a total of seven hours to get there. And by then, we had already finished all our water, all, most, most of our food and most of everything, and we still had the way back to go. And to get back, by, the, by then we were like, first I was like super tired, Paolo was like pushing me, then Paul was super tired, I was pushing him, like, let's do this, we can do this, we're almost there. And so on, really, really important to have that teamwork. But anyway, at the top of the subdome, we kind of finish our lunches, and on, then we start our way back, zero water, whole this, this whole way to go. And so just to put it into perspective, it's about eight and a half miles each way. So this, that's about 13.6 kilometers. And that's not just walking on the flats, it's actually, it's going up. So as, uh, as mentioned, the four, the, Havdom village where we started was about 4,000 feet elevation or in meters that's 1,200 meters elevation and the Havdom itself is about 8,800 feet or 2,695 meters. So in total we climbed about 1,000, so we didn't get to the very top but it was over a kilometer, definitely over a kilometer, maybe over a kilometer point two, uh, 1,200 meters and about 4,000 feet that we climbed up uh, in this whole process. So, so in total, it's a 17 mile hike there and back. So it took us seven hours to get to the top and another four hours to get back. Um, we survived, we drank a lot of water, 
We're very tired. We slept like 12 hours after that. Uh, had a rest the following day. Um, and everything was great. But the moral of this story is, of course, <laughs> follow the rules. Like if, they, if a certain amount of water is recommended, then hydrate yourself. That's important. But the, uh, the real essence of this story is set your goals higher. What does that mean? Well, we originally wanted to climb the Clouds Rest Mountain, which is even higher and even further. And it would have taken us longer. But we were so naive and ignorant that we thought we could do it. And we didn't, you know, we didn't get scared by the fact that, you know, maybe we won't make it. We just said, set ourselves the goal and we we're going to go for it. And along the way, literally along the journey, we met people, we talked to them. Some were going to the half dome, explained to us why and what they were doing and, you know, how they're going to get there. We talked to people who are going to Clouds Rest and that they're going to have a camp over and how much water they brought and things like that. So we learned things that influenced our decision and we changed our route to get to half dome. And... Climbing Half Dome on the first day for um, very naive and new hikers, if, if you told us today that that's the journey we have to do, we would probably say no. We'd probably say that is impossible. There's no way we're going to get to the top of Half Dome without any experience, without any prior um, preparation, without any understanding of the terrain and, and things like that. We'd probably say no, because we actually later, yesterday and today, we saw Half Dome, this mountain that we actually went to, from, um, from different perspectives, from other different cliffs. And we noticed that it's, it's actually really far. We saw the journey that we went through. Like when you're in it, you don't see like from a bird's eyes perspective. You're kind of like in the moment and you're just seeing the trees, the path, and, and everything seems like, you know, flowing past you and you're having fun. But when you, we saw it from a different perspective, we actually saw this 3D map on a table. And we saw that it is insane the amount, like the distance that we went and climbing those two waterfalls, the elevation, everything put into perspective. If we had known this beforehand, it would have been probably like we would thought it would be unreasonable to do it. But by setting ourselves a goal of not just climbing the half dome, but climbing something even further, this half dome goal seemed like something totally achievable. You know, it's, it seemed like a step down in comparison to what we originally set for ourselves. And you can do this in any part of life, not just in hiking or, uh, you know, in sports and climbing or running or whatever, swimming it is. Um, for instance, if you set yourself a goal of running, I don't know, 20 miles, then when you actually get to 12 miles, it seems that you just passed half weight of your goal um, and, you, and it feels like not such a big deal. But if you set, originally you set yourself goal of 12 miles, then by the time you're at eight miles, you might be like feeling, well, 12 miles seems such a long distance. And you can also do that in your career. You can do that in um, setting yourself a goal. For instance, I want to learn how to apply um, a certain type of neural network to a business problem. Well, instead of setting yourself a goal of just like reading about it and maybe doing a sample, sample problem, um, you, why don't you set yourself a goal of actually solving a big, massive business challenge from Kaggle or something like that. And that way, even if you don't get to your final goal that you're looking towards, the journey that you go through and the goals that you do achieve are going to be still so massive in comparison to where you started. So that's the moral of the story here that if you originally set your goals higher than anything you accomplish be underneath that goal, even though it will seem smaller than their original goal in comparison, it will still be a great accomplishment.
having said that, it's not to say like, not, I'm not saying that you should always like set yourself massive goals because they might like every single day, every single hour, every single moment of your life, you should have massive goals because that might scare, scare away that uh, enthusiasm or that uh, determination. The, the massive goals should be set for like big projects like, all right, in this month, I'm going to do this or in this year, I'm going to uh, accomplish this thing. So like you have, you need a, I think everybody needs, we all need a northern star that we're pointing towards. And the higher that northern star is, the higher that goal is, the easier it's going to get to us. But then every single day, every single hour, you break it down to baby steps. Like in our hike, we have this goal of getting to uh, Cloud's Rest. But it's not like every single moment of the, every single step of the way, we were thinking, oh, we've got another 10, 12, whatever it is, miles to go. We were thinking, all right, we're just going to get to this waterfall. And now we're going to get to this waterfall. So we're breaking it down to baby steps. So uh, the bottom line is, Set yourself high goals that will lead you on an ambitious path which might take you somewhere where you don't even know is possible. And at the same time, break it down into baby steps to get there one step at a time. So that massive goal that you're pursuing is not going to scare away your determination and enthusiasm. So there you go. That was a little story from Yosemite. Check it out, it's an amazing place. Uh, we'll post some photos on superdayscience.com slash 204 if you'd like to check them out as well. And on that note, thanks so much guys for being here and I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, happy analyzing.